Who will be the next head coach of the New York Rangers? That is the million-dollar question right now, and that is also what we will be discussing on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers, where we go ahead and lock in on two of the candidates that have kind of been kicked around on social media. That would be Peter LaViolette and Mark Messier. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 824 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as I just mentioned a second ago, going to focus in on just two of the candidates uh, that could be the next head coach of the New York Rangers. We're going to take our time. I I don't imagine the Rangers are going to be announcing a new head coach later today or tomorrow or anything like that. So we're going to take our time with these candidates, give everybody kind of a fair trial, so to speak. And I want to start with these two candidates specifically because I think with LaViolette, I just kind of have a gut feeling right now, and it's kind of how I felt with Gallant, you know, two off seasons ago, uh, that LaViolette might be the front runner. He might be the next head coach of the New York Rangers. I don't have any insider info. Haven't talked to anybody from the Rangers, nothing like that. It's just kind of a gut feeling that I have right now that uh, given his track record and the fact that he is a former cup champion as a head coach, uh, is a decent to good chance that he might end up being the next head coach of the Rangers. And as for Messier, I feel like he's probably among all the names that have been thrown around you know, by fans and whoever it might be, uh, he seems to be kind of the ultimate dark horse, the the totally against the grain kind of pick. So I thought that might be kind of a fun way to start this thing. We start with LaViolette and uh, Messier. And as for right here, right now, we're going to start with Peter LaViolette. Because like I said, I do think that um, there's a very good chance he might be the front runner to be the next head coach of the New York Rangers. Haven't seen any odds or anything along those lines, but um, it's just kind of, once again, a gut feeling that I have right now. First of all, uh, LaViolette's credentials, we have to go through those. Uh, As I mentioned, he's got plenty of experience as a head coach in this league. Uh, In order, he has coached five teams. These are the five teams that he's coached uh, throughout his tenure as a coach in the NHL. He coached the Islanders for two seasons, uh, the Hurricanes for five seasons, the Flyers for five seasons, the Predators for six seasons, and the Capitals for all of these last three seasons. His first season with the Islanders was in 2001-2002, and he has never not been an NHL head coach right up to current day. So since the 2001-2002 season, uh, right up to right here right now, uh, Peter Laviolette has been a head coach in this league. He's never taken a year off. He's never been out of work for a year. Uh, When one coaching tenure ends, he basically just jumps right into the next one. So I thought that was kind of interesting. He's obviously had uh, a lot of longevity and uh, has never taken a break, has never wanted a season off, it would seem. He just goes right to the next team and uh, typically has success, uh, which leads me into my next point here. He has led three different teams to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, With the Hurricanes, they won the Stanley Cup back in 2005-2006. That was LaViolette's second year uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes. An interesting note, though, about his tenure with the Canes. Obviously, he won the Cup, and that's awesome, and you're Cup champion. Nobody can ever take that away. Uh, He coached them for five years, and that was the only time 
that he ever made the playoffs. He missed the playoffs in his first year, his third year, his fourth year, and then he was fired uh, just 25 games into his fifth year. So kind of an interesting way that it all shook out for him uh, in Carolina. I suppose the one time that they made the playoffs, he certainly made it count, as did the players. But uh, just kind of an interesting uh, tenure that he had with the Hurricanes for sure. But then uh, after that, jumps right in uh, with the Philadelphia Flyers. He becomes their head coach. They got to the Stanley Cup Finals in his first year as the coach. That was in 20 or 2009-2010, and they lost in six games to the Chicago Blackhawks. That was actually the season that the Rangers and Flyers played each other at the end of the regular season, and they had that game, final game of the regular season, went into the shootout, and the Flyers won in the shootout. So by doing so, that meant the Flyers made the playoffs and the Rangers missed the playoffs, and they went on that crazy run afterward. And I just, I, I could not believe what I was seeing that year, uh, how deep into the playoffs the Flyers made it as the seventh seed, uh, ultimately finally losing to the Chicago Blackhawks in the finals. Uh, but then, you know, he, he's with the, the Flyers, he's there for five years. He got fired just three games into his fifth and final season with the Flyers. And that goes back to something that I was talking about recently. You know, there, we see this in the NHL where coaches get fired after like four games or, or six games, or in this case, three games. It, it just, it begs the question why you even bring them back if you're willing to uh, to fire them that quickly. But he was fired uh, the next season. He's the head coach of the Predators. That was his longest tenure. He ends up there uh, for six seasons. He, in his third year with the Predators, got them to the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, but they were defeated by the Pittsburgh Penguins that year. So, very, very impressive in and of itself, the fact that he's gotten three different teams to the Stanley Cup Finals and, of course, won the Cup uh, the one year uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes there. I, I mean, I think you certainly have to respect a track record like that. And to look at, you know, kind of his entire body of work, every game that he's coached in the NHL, he has coached 1,430 regular season games in the NHL, 752 wins, 503 losses, 25 ties, and 150 overtime losses. And then in the playoffs, a record of 78 and 76. So he's coached almost two full seasons of hockey uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So his teams tend to go to the playoffs and uh, in a lot of cases tend to make uh, some, some pretty solid runs. And of course, again, the, the one cup with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, it must be said, though, his most recent tenure with the Washington Capitals, I think you would have to look at this as probably... Uh, his biggest failure uh, among his five stops. I mean, he was only with the Islanders for two years. They made the playoffs uh, in both seasons, lost in the first round, both of those seasons. But obviously, that was his first chance as an NHL head coach. Uh, you know, this tenure with the Capitals, I'm sure they were expecting more than what they got. Uh, his first two years with the Caps, they lose in the first round in each of those two seasons. And then this past year, uh, they missed the playoffs entirely. And then we get the obligatory... Uh, you know, statement that they have mutually agreed to part ways. And now uh, Peter Laviolette is, uh, I guess we could call him a free agent, the coaching version of a free agent. He's out there. And um, again, if his track record is any indication, he'll probably jump right into uh, another job for this upcoming season. There's a handful of vacancies right now. There could be uh, more at some point. Uh, we'll see how that whole thing shakes out. But you know, again, if we believe that LaViolette wants to jump right in with a new team next year, which again, seems like a good bet given his track record, then... I have to believe that a conversation will certainly take place between the Rangers and Peter Laviolette. It's very possible uh, that we are talking about the next head coach of the New York Rangers right now. Like I said, it's just kind of a gut feeling uh, that I've just kind of felt ever since Gallant was officially let go that uh, the Rangers might look to Peter Laviolette. He really seems to push his guys, get the most out of them, seems to run a pretty tight ship. And you have to believe that um, a, a lack of effort would not be an issue under the eye of somebody like Peter Laviolette, because I, I just don't think he's going to stand for it. Um, 
you know, maybe he's the happy medium. Maybe he's not quite as uh, abrasive as, as some of the players seem to believe that David Quinn was. Maybe he's not uh, quite as much of a player's coach as Gerard Glant seemed to be. Maybe this, maybe, maybe Peter Laviolette is the happy medium, and he's exactly what the Rangers need. Uh, time will tell there if he is the head coach of the New York Rangers, um, and we'll see if, if, if that happens. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it if uh, Laviolette is indeed the pick to be the next head coach of the New York Rangers. But I want to keep talking about Laviolette in a second. I want to get to... Uh, why it might take some time for me to warm up to Peter Laviolette, I'm not exactly thrilled about the idea of him being the next Ranger coach. Uh, his track record and the fact that he's taken three different teams to the finals, that makes it a little bit easier for me to stomach because at least, okay, this is a guy that's had success in this league and uh, quite a bit of it. But I'm going to get to that in just a second. First, though, we do have to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Indeed. There's no I in team. But there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. We streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you match candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. Indeed does all the hard work for you. Indeed shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit right now at Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, and uh, we just wanted to go ahead and thank everybody, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And for the everydayers, uh, definitely make sure you come back for our next episode, Thursday's episode. We're going to be talking about the Hartford Wolfpack as they uh, begin their best-of-five playoff series against the Hershey Bears. They will be on the road for games one and two home for three and four and on the road for game five. Obviously, four and five is only if necessary, but uh, very much looking forward to that. And I'm also planning on ordering AHL TV so I can watch right along and you know see how the pack does and basically just cheer them on and come back here and discuss it, uh, you know, whatever happens in the games in future episodes of Locked On New York Rangers. As I mentioned previously, the further the pack goes in uh, this playoff run here, the more time that we're going to spend talking about them. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing if they can uh, you know, complete some kind of crazy Cinderella run because they weren't exactly at the top of the standings in the AHL. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, how far they can take it. Also hoping to get to Adam Fox and his uh, recent nomination for the Norris Trophy. If he wins it, it would be his second overall and also his second in three years. So uh, looking forward to discussing all that uh, in tomorrow's episode. But right now, uh, switching our attention right back to Peter Laviolette. Once again, if he is the choice, then so be it. Um, again, credentials, track record, it's all there. The Stanley Cup, it's there. Um, he is somebody that, again, seems to run a tight ship and I, I would imagine would push his players to get the most out of them that he possibly can. I will admit, though, and I don't think I'm alone here. Maybe maybe some people will warm up to Peter Laviolette faster than I will, but it will take me at least some time to adjust to this, to kind of realize that, okay, he's our coach now. We got to root for him. We want the Rangers to do well. Obviously, it, it 
benefits us if Peter Laviolette comes in and has instant success. Because the reason for this is that, you know, he's obviously bounced around the NHL. He spent five years with the Philadelphia Flyers. He spent three years with the Washington Capitals. So I've grown very, very accustomed to seeing Peter Laviolette uh, as the coach of one of the Rangers' more bitter rivals, whether it's the Flyers or whether it's the Capitals. And I've also gotten very used to seeing some nasty, ugly games between the Rangers and whichever team that Peter Laviolette is coaching. I think his teams in the past have, have tended to play dirty. Obviously, there's a fine line between playing with edge and playing with snarl and just playing fly out dirty. Uh, there have been some incidents between you know, the Rangers and Flyers when he was the coach there, and certainly some incidents between the Rangers and Capitals over these past couple of seasons. The Tom Wilson debacle immediately springs to mind. Uh, you also had a situation where, you know, TJ Oshie with a very questionable hit on Ryan Lindgren, sending him face first into the boards uh, this past season. And uh, I don't know, man. Anytime the Rangers play a Laviolette coach team, it feels like it's just pure and utter chaos. And you really have to watch your back and you really have to, you know, protect each other out there because they'll do something that crosses the line and, um, you know, all hell's going to break loose. That, that's what it feels like. And again, you have to play with edge and intensity and toughness and snarl and all that good stuff. But I do think there's times where Laviolette led teams have uh, certainly, certainly crossed the line. Um, as far as, you know, if Peter Laviolette is the coach, I am willing to at least give it a chance. Uh, I think Laviolette, again, would run a pretty tight ship. He would demand a lot out of his players. He would push them hard. Uh, hopefully, he's somebody that can develop some young players. And I, I plan, if, if they end up hiring Laviolette, I'm obviously going to spend a lot of time talking about that, talking about the hire and, you know, is he a fit and will this work and will he be good for the young players? Every angle you can possibly think of. I'm also going to uh, go ahead and reach out to a bunch of the other Locked On hosts because, as we've mentioned, you know, Peter Laviolette has bounced around the league. Uh, we can talk to Locked On Caps, Locked On Predators, Locked On Flyers, Locked On Canes, Locked On Islanders, uh, all the hosts of those shows, and just kind of get as much of a feel for Peter Laviolette and his coaching style, his strengths and weaknesses as we possibly can. So uh, that's definitely something that we will end up doing if Peter Laviolette is indeed the guy, because I want to know everything there is to possibly know uh, about Laviolette or anybody that ends up being uh, the head coach of the Rangers. And I think it would be great to reach out to those other uh, hosts and, and just kind of get their thoughts on Laviolette and you know what he does well and what he does not so well. Um, to just kind of throw out uh, another fun fact here is my first like kind of uh, introduction to Peter Laviolette, I guess you could call it. I don't know how many people remember uh, a TV show, and I'm not sure if they still do it or not, but there was a show called The Road to the NHL Win Winter Classic. And basically what it was is you have the Winter Classic every year. We know about that. And I don't know if it was HBO or Cinemax, one of those networks, they would do a mini series every year. And what they would do is they would have cameras behind the scenes. They would interview players, coaches, general managers, the whole nine yards of whichever two teams were going to play each other in the Winter Classic that season. And of course, the one year, it was Rangers versus Flyers. I want to say like 2010, 2011, somewhere in that ballpark, it was going to be Rangers and Flyers. Uh, Rangers ended up winning that game. It was a great game. Uh, had a lot of fun watching that. But the reason I bring that up is at that time, uh, John Tortorella was the coach of the Rangers, but Peter Laviolette was the coach of the Flyers. So I think that, you know, if the Rangers were to hire Laviolette, I might go back and, and try to rewatch that series if I can track it down somehow. I'm, I'm not sure if it's on YouTube or whatever, but obviously there's some great behind the scenes footage and you just kind of get a feel for Peter Laviolette, uh, his personality, uh, the way that he interacts with his players. Like I said, this was in like 2010 or 2011, so I don't remember a whole lot about it, but certainly I think that would be a good way to kind of just, uh, you know, see who he is and, and how he goes about his business and uh, how he 
operates a team that he's the head coach of. Uh, so I, I think that would be a fun thing to do. Maybe we could even do that together, have like some kind of a live watching party. I, I don't know if I could set that up, but uh, I'll certainly give it a shot as we get into the offseason here. Once again, if Peter Laviolette is the head coach of the New York Rangers. And just a little bonus fun fact on Peter Laviolette before we turn our attention to Mark Messier. Laviolette did play in the NHL, but he only played 12 games. He was a defenseman. He actually played 367 games in the AHL, but I suppose it's a situation where uh, he just kind of became a career minor leaguer, but not quite a career minor leaguer because he did play 12 games in the AHL. Uh, they all occurred during the 1988-1989 season, and all 12 of those games were with the New York Rangers. And obviously, the fact that he played 12 games for the Rangers a million years ago, uh, that should have absolutely no bearing, and it will have no bearing on whether or not he's the next coach of this team. But I thought it was just, just kind of a nice little fun fact to toss out there that uh, Peter Laviolette, the brief cu cup of coffee that he had in the NHL, it indeed did happen uh, as a member of the New York Rangers. But I want to keep everything rolling here, and in just a second, we're going to turn our attention to uh, somebody that I consider to be uh, pretty much a long shot to be the next head coach of the New York Rangers, but I suppose he can never rule anything out. That would, of course, be Marc Messier. And we're going to do that, talk about Messier and uh, his credentials or sort of his his lack of credentials in just a second here. But uh, first, we do have to let everybody know today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun that you're about to have. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means that you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute ticket, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, so we'll keep everything rolling here. We're going to go from uh, somebody who I think is an early favorite, maybe the early favorite to be the next coach of the New York Rangers in Peter Laviolette, and we'll go to the other side of the spectrum, Marc Messier, the guy that I think would be you know, kind of an out-of-the-box, out-of-left-field kind of uh, choice here to be the next coach of the Rangers. And you know, I will say, as much as I think the Rangers should go with somebody with a proven track record now that they've moved on from Gerard Gallant and you know, preferably somebody who's won a Stanley Cup if possible, you know, whether it's Peter Laviolette, maybe Claude Julian is, is an option as well. There is that little part of me that's just dying for the Rangers to do something completely out of left field, completely just outside the box. And Messier would certainly qualify there. Because think about it, we are talking about a New York Ranger team, an original six team that has won a grand total of one championship in 83 years. Yeah, let, let, let me say that again out loud, just so it really sinks in here for all of us, myself included. One championship in 83 years. You know, they've had their ups and downs throughout all these decades that have gone by here. 
Uh, they've had some great seasons. They've had some terrible seasons. They've had seasons where they overachieve, underachieve. I mean, this is kind of the byproduct of 83 years going by here, but it is 83 years with just one championship. Uh, we've gotten some great playoff moments, but again, the Stanley Cups have been extremely few and extremely far between. And so there's that little part of me that just wants to say, you know what? Screw it. Just give Messier a chance. Who cares? You know, we've tried everything else. We've had all these coaches. We've had, um, you know, coaches that are making their NHL debut as head coaches. We've had uh, retread coaches. We've tried just about everything. We've had um, players, coaches. We've had disciplinarians. Nothing really seems to work. Nothing really leads to a Stanley Cup championship. So why not just go with Mark Messier? Just give it a shot here. And, you know, something that's kind of become a hot button topic as well, uh, just among really all hockey fans, is that it does feel like you know, there's 32 teams in the league right now. It feels like there's the same like 36 or 37 coaches. We get this coaching carousel. Everybody just kind of plays musical chairs, goes from one team to the next. I mean, th there's coaches that, you know, I don't even realize they're the coach of a team until the Rangers are playing them. And it's like, oh, this guy's here now on his six different team as an NHL head coach. So again, there is that part of me that just wants him to, to break this cycle, break this trend, and just go with something completely outside of the box. And again, uh, Messier, uh, would qualify there. Uh, and, and not for nothing, Messier, if he became head coach of the Rangers and led them to a Stanley Cup, he would be nothing short of a god in this city. I mean, like, I don't even think I'm exaggerating. I think Ranger fans might literally build a temple to worship Mark Messier. If he, as a player and as the captain of the team uh, in 1994, delivered the only Stanley Cup championship that the Rangers have won in 83 years, and then follows it up 30 years later. That's another thing, because next year would be the 30-year anniversary of the Rangers winning their most recent Stanley Cup. And he comes in as the coach and uh, just, you know, whips the players into shape and, and somehow leads this team to a Stanley Cup. Again, he would be nothing short of a god to, to deliver a Stanley Cup as a player, then follow it up by doing the same thing as the head coach of the New York Rangers. Um, I don't know how likely that is, because... I have pause for the same reason that I'm sure a lot of you have pause as it pertains to Marc Messier potentially being uh, the next coach of the New York Rangers. And you know, that reason, the, the primary reason, is just his complete lack of experience of being a coach of really any kind. Uh, he's never been a coach in the NHL, head coach, assistant coach. He's never been a coach in the AHL. Um, in 2010, he coached Canada during two European tournaments, the Deutschland Cup and the Spengler Cup. Um, but that's it. As far as I can tell, you know, I was trying to find any other, uh, you know, news or any other, you know, information about Mark Messier being a coach. Uh, to my knowledge, that's it. That's that's his extent of being a coach. So uh, it is kind of surprising. I would think that, you know, he hasn't really looked to pursue that or if he has, has never really been anybody's top choice. Um, so it's a little bit late in the game for him to start. I I'd imagine that uh, he could be a head coach at some point if he wants to be with some team around this league, but he might have to kind of climb the ladder a little bit. You know, I, I don't know that you're going to immediately, having never coached in the NHL or AHL, immediately uh, just waltz in and be the head coach of the New York Rangers. Um, the other thing that kind of gives me a little bit of pause is I do think Messier can be a little bit hard-headed at times. Uh, we saw that when he was a player. Didn't go very well when he uh, left the Rangers and went to the Canucks. It, it was kind of a mess there. Uh, his second tenure with the Rangers was not good either. I think, you know, and I've read articles before where, you know, certain people will say that like Messier, when he was in the twilight of his career, still kind of, you know, carried himself like he was one of the elite players in the league, which I get that to an extent. You have to carry yourself with confidence, but 
I guess it sounds like at times maybe he was a little bit more trouble than he was worth toward the end of his playing career. And, you know, would he get along with Chris Jury? Because speaking of people that can be a little bit hard-headed at times, uh, I do think Jury qualifies there. And I got nothing against Chris Jury. I think overall he's done a nice job as the Ranger general manager. But those are two really strong personalities. We saw that Jury obviously clashed with Gallant. I mean, are Messier and Jury going to play nice in the sandbox together? I, I don't know. Only time would tell there uh, if Messier ends up being the pick for the Rangers. Um, I, I don't think this is going to end up happening again because I just think the Rangers are going to look for somebody that has the proven track record. Chris Drury, you know, he'll be back as GM next year, I think, barring something completely unforeseen here, but the clock is ticking on him to, to make it happen, and I don't think he's going to put all his eggs in the basket of Marc Messier. You know, hire this guy that, I mean, it, it is a complete all-or-nothing make-or-break move for Chris Drury if he brings in Marc Messier to be the next coach of this team. I, I think he'll probably look for somebody with a little bit more coaching experience and, and then certainly some success at the NHL level. And somebody like Peter Laviolette brings that to the table. Um, Claude Julian is another one. There, there's a million names out there right now. Mike Babcock, if you want to go down that road. Um, but yeah, I just can't see them rolling the dice like this uh, with Mark Messier as their coach. Uh, so again, those are the first two candidates that we're covering here. We're going to talk about other candidates as the days and weeks go by here. And as the Rangers, you know, Start to conduct interviews and start to narrow down their search. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to finding out who the next coach of this team is going to be. The only other thing I want to do today is uh, quickly talk about the Hartford Wolfpack. They uh, are playing playoff hockey once again Thursday night against the Hershey Bears. That will be game one of a best of five series, and I'm very much looking forward to that and keeping tabs on the Hartford Wolfpack and uh, just seeing how they do and obviously discussing that on future episodes of Locked On New Year Rangers. Certainly, we'll talk about um, the, the pack a little bit in Friday's episode because, you know, they play on Thursday. We'll talk about it on Friday. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.